Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about patent ductus arteriosus and you can find written notes on this topic at zerodefinals.com slash pda or in the cardiology section of the Zero to Finals pediatrics book. So let's get straight into it. The ductus arteriosus normally stops functioning within one to three days of birth and closes completely within the first two to three weeks of life. When it fails to close, this is called a patent ductus arteriosus, or a PDA. The reasons why it fails to close are unclear, but it may be genetic or it may be related to maternal infections such as rubella. Prematurity is also a key risk factor. A small PDA can be asymptomatic, cause no functional problems and close spontaneously. Occasionally patients can remain asymptomatic with a PDA throughout childhood and present in adulthood with signs of heart failure. Let's talk about the pathophysiology. The pressure in the aorta is higher than that in the pulmonary vessels, so blood flows from the aorta into the pulmonary artery across a patent ductus arteriosus. This creates a left-to-right shunt where blood from the left side of the heart crosses to the right-sided circulation and the lungs. This increases the pressure in the pulmonary vessels and causes pulmonary hypertension, leading to right-sided heart strain as the right ventricle struggles to contract against the increased pressure in the pulmonary vessels. Pulmonary hypertension and right heart strain lead to right ventricular hypertrophy. The increased blood that flows through the pulmonary vessels and returns into the left side of the heart also leads to left ventricular hypertrophy. So how does it present? A patent ductus arteriosus can be picked up during the newborn examination if a murmur is heard. It may also present with symptoms of shortness of breath, difficulty feeding, poor weight gain, and lower respiratory tract infections. Let's talk about the murmur. A small patent ductus arteriosus may have no abnormal heart sounds. More significant PDAs cause a normal first heart sound, with a continuous crescendo-decrescendo machinery murmur that may continue during the second heart sound, making it difficult to hear the second heart sound. The key description that you need to remember for your exams is the machinery murmur, and this can only describe a patent ductus arteriosus. How do we make a diagnosis? The diagnosis of a patent ductus arteriosus can be confirmed by echocardiogram. The use of Doppler flow studies during the echocardiogram can assess the size and the characteristics of the left-to-right shunt. This essentially demonstrates the severity and the characteristic of blood flow across the patent ductus arteriosus. An echo is also useful for assessing the effects of the PDA on the heart, for example demonstrating hypertrophy of the right ventricle, the left ventricle or both. So how is it managed? Patients are typically monitored until one year of age using echocardiograms. If the patent ductus arteriosus persists after one year of age, it's highly unlikely that it will close spontaneously and a procedure needs to be performed to ensure that it does close. This can either be performed with a catheter or via a surgical procedure. Symptomatic patients or those with evidence of heart failure as a result of the PDA are treated earlier. 
So thanks for listening to this episode on patent ductus arteriosus. As always, a big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast. If you found the podcast helpful and you want written notes on all the topics in paediatrics, head over to Amazon and pick up a copy of the Zero to Finals paediatrics book. You can also find full audiobook versions of the Zero to Finals books on Audible, and you can find notes, videos, illustrations and questions on the Zero to Finals website at zerotofinals.com. And I hope you tune in for the next episode, which will be on atrial septal defects.